The following podcast is a Dear Media production. This episode of That's So Retrograde is brought to you in part by Skinny Dipped Almonds. Skinny Dipped is the chocolate-covered almond reinvented. Head over to skinnydip.com, enter promo code SOWRETRO for 20% off. This episode of That's So Retrograde is also brought to you in part by Talk Space. Talkspace is an online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. Head over to Talkspace.com slash retrograde, use code retrograde, and get $45 off your first month. Loving life, learning, getting laid, sometimes things be retrograde. Oh. Here we are. I really liked watching you go through that. Just working out the lyrics in my head. Yeah, it was like yeah. I could see your internal thought yeah. process. Well, it just really struck a chord with my heart. Mm. So I thought thought it needed to be reiterated. I'm, I'm really into it, as you know. As the tune said, this is That's So Retrograde. Hello. My name's Elizabeth Cott. I'm Stephanie Falconsimbari, and may I just say... Uh, I see you, Kylie Jenner, pop up with the Falcon sneakers. <laughs> I think you said that last well, week. Well, a lot of people keep more? sending me photos. So it's an ongoing narrative. Someone's like, I think it's a car wash. Someone's like, I thought it was a cool new age car wash. And then someone's like, why is this happening to you? I'm like, I don't know. This is just But I happens. do feel I should get a free pair of shoes. I think we can make that happen. So that's why I'm repeating it, because I am asking for something this mm, time. Before I was noticing, and now I'm asking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yep. Actually, just got a free pair of sneakers, so this might be a double ask. Yeah, relatable. So, anyways, um, it's the first show of September 2018. Wow, here Great we are. Great to be here. Post Labor Day, we're not wearing white. No, I don't get that rule. What is that? It's dumb. I thought it was you're not supposed to wear white before Labor Day, but it's actually after. after. What? Because it like closes off the summer. Apparently, white is more. What do the Kundalini's know. do about this? I don't think they G- they I don't think they GAF. Also, my fall boots are white. Right. So I don't even know what to say. I I'm think not, all I'm the rules are being thrown out the window at the patriarchy. Once Trump got elected, there was no more rules. <laughs> we can finally put the no white after Labor Day to rest. If there's one good thing about this presidency, it's that. No one's letting anything slide. Nope. No rules. Okay. Um, you know what? I just realized I ate an edible and I'm, <laughs> I'm getting a little Hilarious. high. <laughs> I have cramps and I don't want to take Advil. That's fine. So what I'm like, I'm looking at you and I'm like, I might be high now. That's fine. I am used to that. So <laughs> Hello. we're cool. What's up? It's all good. So first show of September. Yeah. Feeling good, feeling great. Yeah. Um, My dad, mm. fun week in wellness. Yeah. Personal week in wellness. Tell me, share with the me. Give me the week in wellness, please. He, I convinced him yeah. to do Whole30. That is a special, special dad. He's 73. Wow. He's a very active, mm-hmm. but I think like energy levels and that type of thing, he just like was feeling sluggish. And I was like, you know, what could help? Do I have a solution for you, kid? And, you know, it's hard. Our parents, as we've talked about, it's hard to change their mind, whether it be politically, whether it be lifestyle-wise. Trigger warning. Right? Like, yeah. it's not something that's an easy task. Yeah. And I was just really proud of him. And he ended up losing six pounds. Wow. And he did all these different tests that um, ended up, like, I think they were, like, had something to do with, like, fat burning before and after. And he 
was like it was sluggish before and now it's like right on track so all these fun things happen that's so cool can i ask you a question yeah do you think one of his resistances was that he was like i don't know where to get all this fancy food stuff that you talk about in la i think so i think it's also like you know he doesn't cook right but then were you like i have a solution sure what so that's what was really cool was with our dear friends at thrive honestly i'm gonna say it they're like my ultimate lady baby hack gospel like the whole thing i've been using them far before they were a partner for this show thank god they are because i love them so much and it's always lovely thanks for partnering with us because you really (laughs) solidified elizabeth's ability elizabeth's belief in her ability to manifest yes thank you thank you (laughs) so that was really cool i was visiting them quickly and i was like got all of the different accoutrement for the kitchen to like make the meal prep a much like more streamlined process. Yeah, because they have like that Taught my dad starter how to kit, ve- right? Vegetables. Yeah, they got the starter kit. And then like even since then, now that he's on this little bit of health kick, he's getting like his supplements from there and his digestive enzymes yes. instead of taking a um, like antacid. I'm just like, oh my God, it's working. Yes. The that's so retrograde ripple effect has made its way all the way to the suburbs of Metro Detroit. And I'm proud. The Thrive Market. It's also for your parents. Shout out to dad. So yeah, Thrive Market. We love them so much. As we said, they're a partner to the show, friend of our souls. Um, We're a big fan. It's essentially like an online Costco for Whole Foods. I don't. That is exactly it. So you have. all of the products that they have there are what you're going to find in like a natural health food store. Mm-hmm. Everything from supplements to... They have an enormous selection. It's kind of mind-blowing. Cleaning supplies, pantry items. They have like, now you can get like meats and fish and chicken all sent to your door. So again, that's like another major hack if you're doing the Whole30 thing is like cooking at home. For sure. Major. Yeah. Um, I'm just a really big fan. And, and they have something that they just started stocking, which guys, is like titillating. Big deal. So as you guys know, we are obsessed with RMS makeup. Rosemary Swift. Who jogged, to the show. jogged your memory. She came on the show some seasons ago. The episode was called Retrograde Makeup School. Stephanie and I were like, never leave us. Yeah, okay. No, she we love was you so much. So dope. And her products are just like unparalleled in, in the space, truly. And now they fucking have it on Thrive Market, which is insane. And by the way, this makeup will never go on sale ever. It's always the same price for everything, always, always. and forever. But but with our promo offer, you get 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial. So buy all of the RMS. So stock up on not only pantry items, cleaning supplies, fresh meats and seafood. Yeah. And um, also get your RMS. Dude, I'm telling you, you are making off. a huge mistake if you don't get 25% off your RMS. And keep in mind, Thrive Market's price is already up to 50% off. And now that you're getting the extra 25% off and a 30-day free trial, it's like, hello, world. Mm-hmm. Live it up. And it's so exciting getting stuff shipped to your house, may I just say. That's You're like, oh, I forgot I ordered so seven true. cans of, sa- of canned salmon. I'm excited now because I have food and I didn't before and I never left. What's the promo code, Elizabeth? So just head over to thrivemarket.com slash retrograde oh. for 25% off your first order and a free first month. Wow. And if you're like Brian and Nancy Cott, 
maybe you'll keep it going. Keep that subscription up. Much, much to my happiness. Mm. So really excited about today's show. We've got a little astro update Mm -hmm. in the form of getting drunk on some cosmic knowledge with none other than Aliza Kelly. Hi. She is the uh, in-house astrologer for Allure Magazine. Hi. Heard of it? I have. And she just came out with a book called The Mixology of Astrology. Cute. So which libation pairs well with your astro personality? Now that I know that I can drink in alignment, I'll never stop drinking. <laughs> never stop. And this episode is just so well timed with one of our exciting new partners that we have Ooh. today. Because, uh, you know, guys, now that the planets have gone direct and there isn't as much intensity afoot, if you're still feeling a little mentally bogged down, I hate to break it to you. Um, it's not the planets. It's you. <laughs> it's you. So, But we've got a lovely solution. To work it out. Talkspace.com, the online therapy company that lets you message a licensed therapist from anywhere at any time. It's really so cool. It's therapy at an... In- at an incredible price, first of all, and incredible convenience. So if you're saying, I can't go to therapy because I don't have money and I don't have time, I would say check this out for sure. It's basically you go online, you take a questionnaire, and then the at, they pair you with a therapist that you'll then begin to see or speak to either via messaging or via FaceTime, depending on what you prefer. And I believe there's different packages that you can purchase for your needs really all you need is a computer with internet connection or the Talkspace mobile app so the whole idea is to infuse mental health into your busy schedules I love it huge proponent of that it's really cool and we have a code on top of it already being an awesome thing and what is that code Elizabeth so if you head over to Talkspace.com slash retrograde Mm -hmm. and use the promo code retrograde you get $45 off your first month um, and you're also going to be supporting the show. Yeah. So we love that. So they have over 2,000 licensed therapists who are experienced in addressing life challenges that we all face. And um, to match with a perfect therapist for a fraction of the price of traditional therapy, again, you want to go to Talkspace.com slash retrograde. Use the code retrograde. $45 off your first month. Really worth a try. And I've, I'm sure some of you guys have this question because we had this question too. And you will be seeing the same person every time. So it's not like you go on the app and then you're just like shuffled into like a different zone where someone doesn't know your story. You're developing a relationship with an actual therapist. So I think that's very fucking cool. Take it digital. Ooh, why not? Why not? Again, that's Talkspace.com slash retrograde, promo code retrograde. Love it. Namaste. Staying sane. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) that too. Yeah. (laughs) You're the resident astrologer over at Allure Magazine, which is very cool. You have a bi weekly column. I have a bi weekly column. I also do the monthly horoscopes. So I'm writing September's right now. Oh my God, you're such how to lose a guy in 10 days. Am I? Yes. Is that good? Am I losing a guy in 10 days? (laughs) She's cool. Or the bold type. When, oh. Well, when I, I did, when the first time that I met my editor from Allure, it was at the Soho House in New York, and I remember I was like, "Oh my God, I'm actually Carrie Bradshaw! Like this is really, <laughs> really <amazing>. happening." <laughs> Condonest, like full fucking thing. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's just a lot of deadlines in and reality. Much like <laughs> Carrie Bradshaw, you now have a book ju- that just came out. So. This is true, and I have curly hair, so it's go. the same thing. Wait, before we talk about the book and other things, I want to know what's to come for September in the Astros. Okay, let me look. I have a wonderful Google Doc that I made in November of last year with everything, and we're almost done with it, which is bonkers. 
September is going to be a lot easier than Thank the summer. Yeah, I, so every that's, episode we get on the mic, and I'm like, for anyone who's having a tough summer. Like, yeah, I mean, this summer fuck. was really harsh. Between all of these retrogrades and then the eclipses, which there were three. Yeah. One completely new energy, and then two relating to this ongoing eclipse series. It's like, you can't get a break. So Mars is going direct on August 27th, and I think that that's going to feel like the last big block Mm. that we will overcome and then september is cruise city it's going to feel like a real breath of fresh air um october gets a little dicey again but september is great (laughs) we can focus on that one i'm ready to just focus on the positive even if it's only back to school living our best yeah virgo season right now putting labels on things organizing our shelves Mm -hmm. staples right my favorite place on earth sure label We're all makers about the organization. <laughs> yeah so it's it's really good to i mean virgo comes in at a good time because not only is it like very back to school energy but it's also important at this point in the cycle that we actually know that we have a purpose for everything and we're not just spinning our wheels and wasting our time doing creative projects that are just going nowhere mm-hmm. so virgo is like the okay like can you actually make this a thing and put this into your routine versus just talk about it and feel important all so the time. So it's more of like an actionable month. Yeah, I mean Libra season is when we really start manifesting things. Um, the four manifestation signs are the cardinal signs. So we have Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. And those energies are really when we start like getting things done. Mm-hmm. We have to get everything organized in Virgo season before we can take action. Great time to sway. Great time to shui. We're big feng shuiers over here. Shui. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Cool. <And> we abbreviate. <laughs> big whoa, time of breathers over here as well. <laughs> I'm ready to shui. <laughs> we got your gal. Um, so what about October, though? That, that made me... Okay. I want to... Yeah. nervous? No, I'm just curious. So we have a Venus retrograde in October. What does um, that mean? October 31st, actually, Halloween. My favorite... Holiday. Oh, no. Get ready to revisit a sloppy drunk hookup. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true, and definitely don't cut your hair on Halloween. Oh. Okay. Venus retrograde, not a great time for doing drastic changes to your physical appearance. Okay. Um, to know. Yeah. What about like Hot. September sixth? <laughs> What's that? I have a hair appointment. I'm oh. oh, you're fine. Okay. September sixth <laughs> is fabulous. Actually, it's the day that Saturn goes direct. Ooh. So it's going to be like a very um, functional. Great. Daddy haircut. <laughs> Nothing better. Going for a daddy haircut. A daddy haircut. That's full aesthetic. <laughs> what does Venus retrograde represent? Like revisiting old love? Yeah, I mean, it's... it's Venus represents... Venus's function is to remind us that we have value, Aww. which is great. But when it goes retrograde, it doesn't work as well. So it starts to think that our value is placed in like all the wrong ways. So yeah, we're like revisiting old lovers, we're doing really weird things with our money. We're doing really weird things with our hair and with like our aesthetic choices because we get like wonky during it. It's mm. like we get all disillusioned and think that everything is fine, and then we wake up from it and it's like, oh my god, I got to touch I just you. Britney Spears myself. <laughs> <laughs> Would right. be so curious what her chart looked like back in. 2007 for that oh yeah me too i would like to take a look sun yeah. and xanax moon and xanax <laughs> rising klonopin <laughs> yeah love the you, trifecta Brittany. yeah <laughs> if you're listening we love you she's yeah. such a good sag she's one of my favorite sages oh i know that's so sweet everyone's my favorite though 
<laughs> to be quite honest. So um, no, no drastic makeover moves. What about like in the in the realm of getting things done, plotting? Like what what's October look like in that sense? Well, October is ultimately a good time to start moving into things. We have a lot. Most of the major retrogrades have ended at that point. Um, actually, my bad. Venus goes retrograde on. October 5th and goes direct on Halloween. Okay. So okay. Halloween, you can get a haircut. Okay. If that, <laughs> for, for all those, right, those so, that classic <laughs> little super committed super, super spooky haircut. <laughs> Phew. So actually, it's all of October that Venus is retrograde. It's fine. We're going to be fine. I, I really, you know, it's ultimately we just any relationships that start during Venus retrograde are going to be a little dicey mm. because we're in that wonky state of mind. Okay. So you may end up dating somebody who when I guess Halloween comes, you realize that they're a true terror and okay. that's what you should be scared so of. So like keep it fun, keep it light. Right. Okay. No serious relationships. Okay. If you start a serious relationship during Venus retrograde, Good luck. And if you are in one, get out of it. <laughs> Especially if you're calling it a serious relationship. Yeah, weird. <laughs> trigger, trigger warning. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, all right, so that's good. Things are going to be loose. Yeah. As long as things aren't like the summer again, I think I'll manage to be okay. Because I will be honest, it was fucking tough. Yeah, things aren't going to be like the summer again until 2020. Which, as soon as I say that, I feel like it becomes really doomsday prophecy shit. Mm, mm. It might be. I don't know. 2020 is a very crazy year. So I, it's we're going to feel like a little bit of a summer reprise then. But we have all of 2019 to hang good. and chill. So right. we're good. Great. 2019, yeah. come at us. You know what I wish? I wish that I was studying astrology when I was like in high school and college because there's so many stupid fucking decisions I made and I'm <laughs> sure they were during times when I shouldn't have been making them because I just do like to face the storm head on, of course. And I just feel like to anyone out there who's 15 years old and listening to this podcast, you're do you want so to intern lucky. for us? Yeah, yeah. Do you want to work for us? And you're so lucky because you will never cut baby bangs during a Venus retrograde. So real. Yeah, I did yeah. a lot of weird haircutting in my yeah. time. So real. I mean, one of the ways that you can use astrology is actually to go back in time and see what was happening during those. Oh, interesting. Yeah, during when you were like cutting your cowlick or something. Yeah. You can do that and then actually see, oh shit, so when the moon is in this sign and Mercury is in this sign, I need to stay away from scissors right? because I have a pattern and a cycle of doing weird shit during that time. Wow. Because it's all a cycle. Yeah. I mean, all the signs, the 12 signs are a cycle in and of themselves. So it's all just repeating itself in different iterations. And hopefully what we do is evolve into better forms of it. Mm -hmm. So we're not just repeating the same lessons over and over again. Right. On like that tip, speaking of, now. speaking of the lessons we learn, um, the mixology of astrology, cosmic cocktail recipes for every sign. What is the sloppiest sign? Now? I have to say, I'm very disappointed that you didn't bring a bar cart with you today. Because <laughs> I was really hoping for that. I but, mean, me too, to be honest. This book is a gem because it allows me to like get drunk and talk about astrology, yeah. which is my favorite thing Two of favorite all time. Things, yeah. yeah, we've learned we can't do that on this show, but like off air, that really works for us. Yeah, I also should not do any sort of chart reading when I'm drunk because 
you know, I end up talking about somebody's daddy in like a pervy way when I do that. So I, I have to stay away completely from charts, like after drink two. Does right. everyone beg you to do their chart all the time? I mean, what's actually more embarrassing is that I just want to do everybody's chart all the time. Oh, I'm I like that. With that. We're going to yeah. take you to yeah. drinks yeah. Yeah. and <laughs> um, hang out. Uh, okay, mixology of astrology. So explain the concept. Also, what are our drinks? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the concept is that the sun sign ultimately, in you know, the sun in the sky represents the truth. And whenever we want to tap into our most authentic self, we just look to the sun and see what our vibe is. So... Cocktails are one of the ways that we express ourselves. And what we order is such a reflection of our spirit socially, uh, aesthetically, our taste. So I wanted to introduce people to astrology through something light and playful. And then also that I could get drunk when I talked about. That's fucking genius. So should we tell you what we normally order? Or should you guess? I don't like guessing games um, in general. But I can tell you guys what the themes associated with Taurus and Scorpio are. Okay, let's do that. But I'm more curious, like, what our drinks are say, about, say us. about us before knowing what they should say. Okay. Does that make sense? So you want me to guess? No, no, no. We'll tell you what we drink. Okay, okay. And then tell us if that's aligned. Cool. To our vibe. You go first. Tequila on the rocks with, with a side, side of, of soda, soda water. water and lime. <laughs> makes sense. Okay. Cool. Because I, like, I take a few sips of just pure alcohol get it going and then I just like slowly keep adding pure soda alcohol <laughs> yeah <laughs> Elizabeth ordering can I have um Casamigos <laughs> with ice and a side of soda water <laughs> yeah I mean that's it's very Taurus right Taurus are like the gourmands of the zodiac so they want everything to be very particular and curated experiences mm. so that the flavors are hitting the palate in just the right way mm. Taurus is the most sensual sign so it's super aware of like mixing flavors that shouldn't be mixed and how even alcohol is affecting your body at different points and yeah yeah Ooh, you're so sensual so sensual don't i know it <laughs> wait what about steph okay about, what's your drink oh, wait you had a really fun invention at the bar the other day and that is, everybody was then was like i'll have what she's having started a trend. <laughs> my drink is red wine just perfect across the board but i did at this taping which i do from time to time when it when it's hot out or i don't trust the wine 100 percent, i make it with ice and soda water and a lemon and a lime and I make like a ghetto sangria i love it so good so red wine is all over the scorpio section yes. of my book yes so it's perfect Yay! Yay! it works it's pretty much like i always joke like i'm 50 percent made of red wine like i'm italian well, it's intense. It's I mean, that's all of the Scorpio drinks that I have. And Scorpio was the most fun chapter to write because all of the drinks are like Black Widow, Death in the Afternoon, yes. Corpse Reviver. They're all they're all like super spooky, intense red wine, dense flavors, like rich experiences mm. because you guys are the on the same axis, you know, you're two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. So ultimately you can have the same drink, but do it in reverse right it's like the same energy but you're seeing different sides of it it's like peeing no <laughs> yeah it's like peeing it's Instead exactly of drinking? <laughs> oh, that's the opposite <laughs> i don't know I don't i'm it. not the comedian here what other, that's fine what other uh, alcohols come with the scorpio axis like besides wine so it's i didn't there's 16 drinks for every sign whoa so there's a hundred and all up no no oh. no i place them all okay so i in writing the book i compiled a list of 
192 cocktails embarrassingly the first 150 easy like i know 150 cocktails no problem amazing it was the last section the last 42 that were a real interesting struggle that's mm. when i was going into like ye old mixology books <laughs> rusty nail yeah <laughs> harvey Wallbanger. true <laughs> true you know these well i went to bartending school when i was 18 do you know the monkey gland no what is <laughs> it uh, it's one of these like 1920s ye old cocktails that was named after a very popular uh, alternative medical procedure in France. And it was this doctor who was grafting monkey testicles on people's skin to encourage longevity. Okay. And that it was did, so chic. It was so chic that he was like, if I name a drink the monkey gland, people are going to love it because it's so on trend right now. That's so disgusting. That's for Gemini. It's the MCT oil of <laughs> yeah, the old times. It's, it's the Restylane. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> wow, Gemini. Yeah, that's for Gemini. Mm. Gemini have all good storytelling drinks. Because they love mm. to talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What else for Taurus? <laughs> <laughs> Taurus is a lot of um, food-based beverages. So beverages that are based on different types like dessert based beverages beverages that are bacon heavy like a bloody mary that comes with a side sandwich on it right exactly perfect that's your (laughs) mind right grilled cheese with alcohol right (laughs) (laughs) that is so fun and then can you give us like a quick run through of the other signs so because there are other people apparently (laughs) so we've heard there's other signs in the zodiac i don't know so yeah i'll do like a speed through the 12 signs of the zodiac so it always starts with a boom right and some sort of a blast of energy that just gets us going and that's aries and aries doesn't even know why it's doing things in the first place but it knows they need to get done Mm -hmm. so aries drinks are all like party drinks right that's like shots kamikaze long island iced tea it's drinks that like nobody else would dare touch because they're too strong and kind of embarrassing Mm -hmm. but aries is like i gotta get this fucking moving i gotta get the party started aries so taurus then takes the little match that aries lit and starts looking around and seeing all of these things and touching and smelling and tasting and going through all of these objects and is like oh my god i understand value i understand taste and flavor so it's really interested in making this like full sensual i want it to smell good and look good and i want it to be on fire maybe because that's beautiful also taurus's world And then after we have all of those, Gemini basically wants to share that information. So Gemini information is all about like, I have this, what do you have? And obviously when Gemini spins out of control, it starts gossiping and getting weird and being super flighty. (laughs) Tweets a lot. Right, right. Sorry. The dark stuff. I know. (laughs) Sorry. So... Gemini, all the drinks around that are these wild, freaky stories. Harvey Wellbanger is another one for Mm -hmm. Gemini um, that are just like really good that like make an interesting tale. Okay. So then we go into Cancer, which is the first water sign, super sensitive. In the Zodiac, it basically takes Gemini energy and is like, "Mm -mm -mm, come back home. Like you cannot be running your mouth anymore. Come home to mommy. Feel things. Feel things. Start like feeling your infrastructure because all of this is ephemeral. So you need to like be breastfed by cancer energy. Mm. So all of the cancer drinks are very sensitive. And what I mean by that is they're all like delicate. White wine spritzer. Right. 
Exactly. They're all environmental. So you you have mm. summer drinks in the summer and eggnog in the winter, and it makes sense and it's nurturing and protective. Okay. So then, Ooh, like a hot toddy. Yes. Yum. I think that's for tourists. Oh, really? But yeah, they can share. Yeah. Um. So then we go into Leo, which just is a cosmopolitan in and of itself, right? Okay. It just wants an accessory as a drink. <laughs> mm-hmm. So all of the drinks for Leo and are- wants to go back to 1999. Apparently, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Full Samantha Jones. <laughs> <laughs> so all of the drinks for Leo are like fun, playful handbags, more or less. Okay. So then from there, because it's performative, it's the sun, it wants to be the center of What's attention. What's an example, like a Cosmo, like an Apple teeny or like- A Cosmo- Hypnotic on the rocks. Oh, I will say I had a moment with hypnotic. Same. Ooh, in freshman year of college, it's Same. like all I drank. Oh my God. <laughs> We're so synced well, up. Well, there was there was a time in freshman year where I was literally walking around a dorm with a bottle of Alizé because my name is Eliza, and I thought that would be a really nice name tag. Apparently. It was honestly Hilarious. like a premonition of your of this book. <laughs> yeah, my 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 very old alcoholism <laughs> that dates all the way back <laughs> to my high school years. <laughs> Cool. (laughs) So then we go into Virgo and Virgo energy is um, is is very purist. So Virgo is actually like the most um, mixology oriented of all of them because it wants to make sure the proportions are right and the ingredients are good. And it's more interested in having like the fresh flavors that are functional than it is about having Leo's handbag drink like a muddled mojito. Perhaps. <laughs> I'm just throwing drinks out No, here. I actually, I think that you're nailing literally all of them. I love um, it. I love That bartending stuff. school? Really paid off. Yeah. Really paying off right yeah, now. Here it is. Thing. Astrology and mixology. Yeah. It's a match made in the stars. No, it's, really, it's two of my favorite things, so I'm really stoked about this. Yeah, it's really fun. Um, so we have then Libra energy, which is ruled by Venus, so it is super aesthetic. So the drink that like the when I pitched this book, the drink that I picked for Libra was French 75, which is like so chic and so cute in that little champagne glass, mm-hmm. but it's actually like super fucking strong yeah. and will like knock you off It'll your get feet. You turnt. Turnt. Yeah. But you'll look really classy mm-hmm. while you do it. And right. Libra needs to have that aestheticism as part of its experience. Different from Leo, right? Leo is like, bah! like, look at me. I'm wild and beautiful and big hair and all of that. And Libra's like, mm. I'm elegant. I'm wearing but Chanel. Trash. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm drunk. <laughs> so then Scorpio. Hi. All the intense stuff. All of like the edgy, dark, mysterious, dark and stormy is one mm, of them. Yum. Really like a moody, um, ambient, atmospheric things. Mm-hmm. Sagittarius is all drinks from all around the world because Sagittarius is the explorer. It is the on the quest for knowledge perpetually. So all of the okay. drinks are like um, the staple drink of these different cool regions. I think Mai Tai is my favorite, even though it's not a staple drink of the Polynesian islands. It's a really fun one. This uh-huh. is like the fifth time I've heard Mai Tai this week. That's weird. Maybe you there you go with up. your psychic. I know. It's a whole other thing. Yeah. Maybe you need to drink Go one. to Trader Vic's. Oh. <laughs> Remember that place, anybody? No. I wrote about it Old Los Angeles institution that used to be in the Beverly Hilton Hotel, and it was like a Polynesian-themed restaurant. Yeah, it's attributed to bringing Polynesian beverages to the United States. Wow. There's some trivia for you guys. Yeah, this is great. (laughs) You guys fucking get it. Wow. (laughs) So then we go to Capricorn, which is like 
proper old fashioned, right? Mm. Like Capricorn wants a drink that's respected because it wants to be respected constantly. Mm. So the drinks are not fucking around. Like they're very straight to the point, serious beverages because you need to look like you're in Mad Men like when a you're drinking. on the rocks. All the whiskey. No frills. Yeah, all the whiskey is serious. Like we're doing business and I'm swirling this single ice cube mm. around this glass. Oh, the big ones. Yeah, the big one. Yeah. <laughs> so then Aquarius is all of like the freakiest drinks you can find. And that's because Aquarius is the revolutionary and is progressive. So there's an Italian mojito, for instance. What's that? It's basil and uh, there's like, you could put like a little tomato wedge on it. And it's basically like all of these zesty Italian ingredients in the form of a mojito. Ooh, I love that. I'm into that. That's cool. So it's all of these interesting takes on other beverages. which is really fun. And then last but not least, we have Pisces, which is basically all absinthe nonstop. No. Just kidding. <laughs> there are a couple of absinthe beverages for Pisces because Pisces is like... Trying to trip. Yeah, trying to trip. I mean, it's like the most ethereal, watery, the last sign of the Zodiac. It's on this beautiful mission of spiritual awareness mm. and wonder. Mm. So it needs drinks that are going to be like foaming fairy and like equally fantastical and magical in their essence so that's the zodiac and those are the drinks i'm so into this but there's so many more and so if we get the book then we have 140 192 wow i feel like this is a very good yeah it is you really did your homework who enjoys I almost like yeah. <laughs> I almost like fully went into like Jack Torrance of the Shining mode when writing this, and I was like, no, I cannot chop my boyfriend up into little pieces over this astrology cocktail yeah. book. Like that's what a story that would be. But were you trying all of them? Like yeah. making them? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, when you're when you have a task to write seventy five thousand words, you're trying all the cocktails, right? Not <laughs> Whether just, or not, not you're writing a book on cocktails. Yeah, I was going to say drinking does really yeah. help with the writing process. It does. Well, cheers to you for making this happen. Cheers. Uh, tell our listeners where they can find you. So find me on Instagram. Follow me, Eliza Kelly, or go on my website. AlizaKelly.com. A-L-I-Z-A. That's right. Yes. Um, And you can find my book on Amazon. Mazel tov. Wow. Thank you. Thanks for being here. We appreciate it so much. Thanks for having me. so exciting. L'chaim. Cheers. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's a retrograde. Now, if you're a little tipsy, we've got a fun drunk snack for you. Oh, or just a fun everyday snack. All the time snack. Yeah. We're talking about skinny dipped, you guys. Skinny dipped almonds. I have just eaten a large amount of them. It's the chocolate covered almond reinvented. Mm. They're good for you. Mm. And they just do a light, thin coating of dark chocolate, which means less sugar, more protein, and more fiber. Or dark chocolate with peanut butter, dark chocolate with raspberry, espresso, espresso dark my chocolate, favorite. regular sea salt. I mean, the, the choices are endless and they're so fucking delicious. Reminding us that, yeah, that good for you does not have to taste bad skinny dipped is so good and they taste delicious and their quality is incredible and that has been the central focal point in the development of their products owned by women uh it was founded by a mother and daughter and two of her best friends very cool non-gmo candy guys who wants in Hand raised. I want in. Head over to this Skinny Dip. This is the sound dip. of the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Head over to skinnydip.com. Use promo code SORETRO. That's all one word for 20% off of your order. Mm. 
So, I mean... Hold on. Namaste chewing in your friend's ears. Mm. <laughs> Roses, and thorns. Roses and thorns. Okay. I don't really have a rose so much this week as more of like a seed. Okay. So I, a little backstory, I came across this podcast interview. It, it, it kind of has gone a little viral since it came out. Um, but it was uh, for Channel 4 in the UK. Mm. This actress, Jamila Jamil, who I actually met. She's on um, that show, The Good Place. Okay. With K-Bell. Okay. And um, she started as like a TV presenter. She's like a really dope girl. And she's kind of uh, really pivoted into being more of like a feminist voice. Not without some criticism. Oh, that's so weird from I the thought, internet. Right. So I thought I would play a little um, sound clip from this interview that I thought was thought-provoking. And now, and I'll preface this by saying we all know how I feel about um, I'm a fan of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Mm. But that's not to say that I don't see this point. So I just thought we'd play it. Whoa, is this concept. an argument for a different side of the conversation? Let me listen. Listen, and okay. then we'll go from there. The double agent for the patriarchy is basically just a woman who perhaps unknowingly is still putting the patriarchal narrative out into the world, is still benefiting off, profiting off and selling a patriarchal narrative to other women. But it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. You know, just because you look like a woman, we trust you and we think you're on our side. But you are selling us something that is that really doesn't make us feel good. You're selling us a, an ideal, a, a body shape, a, 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 you know, a, a problem with our wrinkles, a problem with aging, a problem with gravity, a problem with any kind of body fat. You're selling us self-consciousness. The, the same poison that made you clearly develop some sort of body dysmorphia or facial dysmorphia, you are now pouring back into the world. You're like recycling hatred. And I find that really dangerous and I think it's unacceptable and I don't care if you're a woman. I think constructive criticism is needed for us, for anyone to ever evolve. For our gender to evolve, we need some sort of constructive uh, criticism, as long as we do it in a somewhat careful way. But money is a great um, magnet, isn't it? I mean, you mm -hmm. said yourself, you, got, you started doing T4 because somebody said, yeah. here's a lot of money. Absolutely, but so I wasn't hurting anyone happens. by saying, here's Hollyoaks. No, but what I mean is you, yeah. you can presumably see how any person can be seduced into going along with something that if they stopped and thought about it, they'd go, well... So of course I do, but so many of the worst things in the world have happened motivated by greed, and I just don't think that's an acceptable excuse anymore. How much, how much money do you need? Really, how much money do you need? How much money do, does, do any of these like, huge influencers who are worth millions or billions sometimes, how much more, why are they still promoting appetite-suppressant lollipops to young girls? And it's not a fight against obesity. They have young Already slim girls and their adverts for Flat Tummy Company, or Flat Tummy Co., whatever they're called now, this company that are absolutely everywhere and they're even being advertised in some of the most mainstream magazines, women's magazines, and they have a billboard in Times Square. The money is built on the blood and tears of young women who believe in them, who follow them, who look up to them like the big sister they never had. It's just, it's so upsetting. It feels like such a betrayal against women. And I will not be a part of it. I and I will not stop calling it out when I see it. Mic drop. Mic drop. So here's my thing. And this is kind of like the argument that I tend to have with my boyfriend when we do like point counterpoint on the Kardashians. For example. For example. So I think that that what she's talking about, um, 
like the the hatred that they're recycling, the self hatred. This was about them specifically. This was about them. Okay. Um, was that um, they don't? It's not. It's not. They're not doing it with awareness. Like I really don't think they're they're bad people. I I truly feel like it's there's two different things happening. There's one them just like living their lives and like doing whatever they do to like make coin and like. Be, feel hot and like do whatever they're doing in the world which is totally fine and I think it's fun and I think it's lighthearted and I don't think there's like that much to it right but I do really agree that there's another side to it that's completely unintentional that there's there's a toxicity that's happening within our society and the thing is is it's very hard to turn it off so something else that she said at the beginning of this interview is that like we're alone in our bedrooms in our safe places and then we're on the internet seeing being constantly marketed towards right and like the kardashians is an example of that right um i love the show chris jenner till the day i die right i don't think there is any malintent whatsoever but i just thought it was a really interesting point and it's something to pay attention to i I agree with everything that is being said in that interview, and I agree with you. I actually, something that um, stood out to me more than that, because that, that almost feels like obvious to me at this point, like, right. of course. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. But um, what I think is interesting about what she said is that she said, I don't care. I don't care if it's a woman. I need to call it out. It needs to be, things need to be called out. Things need to evolve. However, she said it, whatever, is much more eloquent. But I think that's really fucking interesting because I think that now we're in this time where we are having to, like, band together like now there's that conversation where it's like she's not a girl's girl or like you know there's this thing where it's like you have to like everyone who's a woman because they're a woman and you're not allowed to like have a criticism of a human if you know like last night for example it's like so stupid and minute but one of my guy friends invited benji invited us two of us to a, a dodger game and then yeah Elizabeth she had my first ask <laughs> and then we needed to fill a fourth ticket and he was like going through people asking me who we should invite and he said a girl's name and I said uh, I don't really want to I'm not that into her and he's like you say you're a feminist and started going in on me and I'm like I don't have to like everyone's fucking personality I want to spend five hours with them to respect her right to be a human being and like I think that's an interesting part of the conversation too where it's like oh now we just have to like approve of bad behavior because we share a gender like I don't think mm. that's the answer that's super interesting yeah and then to that point I saw eighth grade have you seen that yet no I haven't. okay everybody needs to see this movie it is such a perfect piece and the whole like, concept is like how challenging eighth grade is in all of our lives I went with a group of friends and the my friend that I was sitting next to Fern who grew up He's like from a Mexican household. Like I related to the movie because I'm like, oh, I'm like a white girl from the suburbs. Like I totally live that. And he grew up in a completely different environment. But he said he related to every moment of that movie just as much. I love that. And so it's just like that shared experience of like the awkwardness of eighth grade. And I, it breaks my heart. Like so much of um, the undertone of the movie is like how social media comes into play with the already insane challenges that we're facing at that age. And to see this girl at night in her bed on on Instagram, Ugh. to see her waking up on Instagram, it really um, allowed me to check my own behavior. And you know how I feel. Like I try to have a really healthy or strive to have a healthy relationship with technology. And I try to be really conscious of when I put it down and when I pick it up. It just takes over. But if you think about like the eighth grader within us and like the toxic, toxic 
images and concepts that are being shelled to us constantly like don't you want to protect that eighth grader yeah like we need to all be protecting ourselves oh sad so that's my seed oh think I'm about that. it i like that that cool. was she was well spoken and very interesting she's great she's so dope um all right well i was gonna have another rose but you know what you guys to keep you on the edge of your seats i'm gonna save it for next week Ooh, so i love that thank you to eliza kelly for joining us today let's all fucking take a drink i'll be sticking with my old standard which is a red wine it's nice to know that my impulses have been correct this entire time old friends yep um thank you guys so much oh i do want to shout out we're as we said we're going to be in uh east coast connecticut yes uh on the 22nd we have a promo code we're gonna link to on our instagram bio there is a link to the uh ticket purchase it is a whole weekend extravaganza but we have a promo code for anyone who's interested and it's that's so retrograde all one word and we'll be there we'll be there we have a few other surprises coming around the pipeline okay. so watch this space yes until then i'm elizabeth Cott. i'm stephanie simbari go ahead and leave us a review or rating on itunes because we'd appreciate that oh so much and we're thirsty elizabeth is trying to reach 1000 reviews and again i think if there's anything we've learned today it's that she needs to know she's a good manifester that's all i need <laughs> literally all i need uh thank you all so much for tuning in we appreciate you and namaste listening we'd like to thank our sponsors for today's show head over to talkspace.com slash retrograde use the code retrograde and get 45 dollars off your first month We'd also like to thank Skinny Dipped Almonds for being the chocolate-covered snack of our dreams. Truly. Head over to SkinnyDipped.com. Use promo code SORETRO for 20% off your order. Yummy. Namaste. Keeping the show afloat. Uh, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> yes, that's a retrograde.